0: Hello, I'm Alberto Salvato. Welcome to Crime Time, a Virginia criminal law podcast. I'm here with Anna Dvorak, Anthony Norse, and Ann Thayer. Enjoy the show.
1: So here it is, legal disclaimer, because we are lawyers and we've got to write one. So if you are listening to this podcast, Thank you. We sincerely hope you are listening to this podcast for its entertainment value and not with the intention of acquiring legal advice for any individual case or situation. I mean, come on. You wouldn't take advice from someone you have never met or spoken to directly, right? If you were bleeding profusely, you wouldn't listen to a podcast in hopes of a bandage somehow materializing over the internet and onto your 3D printer. Seeking actual legal advice can be just as important as a tourniquet. The hosts of this podcast are in no way intending to create an attorney client relationship with any listener. Sorry, we are sure you all are great people, but we cannot stress enough how little we know of you and your case, and rather than risk an awkward moment, let us just remember we have never met. Nothing on this platform should be taken as legal advice for any individual case or situation. We are just a group of friends with differing opinions and viewpoints, which we will try to explore through discussions of current events, law changes, and whatever else floats our fancy. In this episode,
0: move over! We're going to talk about a law that many people actually do not know about in Virginia and most states, as a matter of fact. When you're driving the road and you see a police officer or any sort of emergency vehicle on the side of the road flashing certain types of lights, and we'll get into that, you are required to do certain things. The first one is to change lanes, or if that's not practical or reasonable to be done safely, you are to slow down. This is a huge, huge potential ticket for people. And The reason why it's so dangerous or so important is because many officers have been killed or seriously injured during routine traffic stops since people do not actually yield to them or move over, or give them the space to do their job. Anybody have any stories about this that they would like to share with our podcast audience?
1: But I think we all are aware at different times on Route 66 and on 495 that we've had troopers and Fairfax County police officers that we've known and worked with in the courts, Prince William County police officers, but mostly troopers that are subject to people not moving over. And you're on 66, you're dealing with an accident, all the lights are on, and these folks get really badly hurt. And the move over law came up because they needed people to do more than slow down. So what Alberta was talking about other states, I don't know if in other states people have to do more than slow down, but in Virginia, we determined that getting over another lane is absolutely important because just slowing down the lanes, the shoulders can be really narrow and there's no room for the trooper to do their job or a fireman or other types of emergency workers. And it's also a horrible experience if you actually hit an emergency worker, right? You know, oftentimes... You're on a highway, so you're traveling at a high speed. this is generally not something that happens in a residential area. and the injuries can be devastating, if not, you know death. So there was a real need and this law was passed roughly 20 years ago and has been changed a fair amount. I think it was recently changed last year. I don't know if you have to do more than move over and slow down, but there may be different types of vehicles we now have to pull over for. But when you drive into Virginia, they will see signs that say move over. That's just not a suggestion. If you don't, it's a reckless driving ticket. You could go to jail for up to 12 months. And our judges, and depending on where you are, they get pretty irritated with people who don't move over, especially if they're from the Commonwealth and not from another state.
2: And and it's a serious offense. It's reckless driving. It's not just a traffic ticket. Like You can go to jail and you can lose your license. And depending on whether there's injury to somebody, it can be for a up to a year. It could be for up to two years. Like these are serious offenses and you're making the officer's job harder or an ambulance or even tow truck drivers. When you see the flashing lights and things ahead of you, it doesn't take much to make sure that everybody's safe. You don't want to be the reason why somebody's hurt or killed on the side of the road. And sometimes you don't really have time to necessarily get over But you have time to slam on your brakes and and slow down a little bit. And that's why we got to stay alert, especially in Northern Virginia, because we all know it's a big mixing bowl of all types of people from all kinds of areas, countries, states, you know, Northern Virginia, Southern Virginia, everything's a little bit different. And these roads get crowded. There's lots of traffic and everybody drives their own way. So you have to stay alert.
0: And I drive a lot and rarely goes by a day without seeing someone being pulled over on the side of the road on 495. I will tell you that. But they're in that statute, the, the code section that we're actually talking about in Virginia is forty-six point two eight sixty-one point one. There's actually two sections to it, three sections, but two of them deal with these. I apologize. There are four sections of this
1: statute. <laughs> so many sections. There's so
0: many sections. And every time I look at I, I thought it was seeing double. No, they actually have A, B, C, and D. So there's actually an infraction and a reckless driving. The reckless driving involves, it all depends on which vehicle is stopped on the side, which stationary vehicle flashing. Which type of lights, if it's uh, blue, red and amber versus a vehicle that's just alternating amber light and, and not blue and red. So basically there's a difference between the police officer and just say a tow truck. So even if it's a tow truck on the side of the road, I, the way I'm reading the statute. So if it's a tow truck, I think it's an infraction. If it's a police officer or some other sort of emergency, emergency. vehicle, it's uh, it's a reckless driving.
2: But the problem is, until you're up closer, you may not know what type of vehicle it is. So if you see cars parked on the side, especially when there's lights, or even when it's not a police vehicle, if someone's trying to change their tire, they had an issue with their kid, an animal, whatever's going on, there's no reason not to give them the extra room and be cautious as you're going around them.
0: Right. I think it's just kind of common sense to give as much room and to slow down to be safe.
1: And also the license suspensions with this particular code section that Alberto pointed out is longer than a normal reckless driving. So reckless driving is usually like a six month loss of license. But if you hit property of another person, the court can suspend your license for not more than a year. And if you injure another person, your license can be suspended for not more than two years. On top of the fact that you've now hurt somebody because you weren't paying attention to uh, what was going on around you with an emergency vehicle situation, you know you won't be able to drive for a long time. And it doesn't suggest that you can get a restricted license in this situation. And I think we can also talk about why sometimes people would not be aware of their surroundings. I mean, as soon as I see emergency lights. You know, way up the road, I'm already deciding I need to get over. And if the emergency lights are in a place that's, you know, not convenient for me to get off at my exit, I don't freak out and say, What's well, my exit? I'm mean, going to stay in that lane. I just go to the next exit, which I don't understand why people don't do. They're like, Oh, that's my exit. I have to get off here. It's like the GPS tells me I must follow the GPS. But I think people really, a lot of times, Even with all the hands-free laws that we have now, they're not paying attention to the road. They're looking at their GPS. They're looking at their texting. We see it all the time. If you drive down the road, at least half of the heads are down. And on 495, that's pretty scary. On 66, that's pretty, you're taking your life in your own hands. Let's be honest,
0: uh, Anna, whenever you see lights in front of you, you're in a state of relief because usually the lights are behind you, pulling you over for speeding.
2: (laughs) But that's the other thing people don't do. I can't tell you. And I don't know if it's because of COVID and people weren't driving for a while. People do not move for ambulances and fire trucks and police. And I can't tell you how many times in the last couple of years, I'm like, what are you doing? I'm like, get out of the way. They need to like move over. And you know, you pull over and you see these cars just stuck there and the ambulances and fire, they're like slamming on the horn. They could have people in there that need to be transported to the hospital, that are stuck in cars, that are on fire, whatever the situation is, and you're prohibiting them from rescuing somebody that might need it.
0: But why stop there? I mean, think about it. The infraction is a disabled, so a disabled vehicle. I've had to change a tire on 495, and... People do not move over at all. So whenever I see a disabled, any vehicle, I don't care if they're flashing, whatever. If it's a parked car, that car could have a a dead alternator, which killed your battery. So you're not gonna have the lights, the juice to put on your, your flashers. And you gotta get out of the car, you gotta walk, give people space to open their door or else you might just hit somebody. I've been, look, I've changed two tires on two cars on 495, two different times. And the shoulders are so narrow. <laughs> You're like, it's unreal. And you have trucks going by you at 60 miles per hour. You feel the wind as if it's going to push you underneath the car because it's just going by you. Give people room, especially the police officers who are just standing there. There's not much space between the car they, they pulled over and in the roadway. You just got to be considerate. That's all.
1: And it's also this law, you know, we talk about the highways. Well, this law does just apply to four lane highways. It's not for your residential street, because hopefully you're not driving at 60 million miles per hour in your neighborhood or at other roads. It's for four lane highways. And That's four total lanes. that can four be total two lanes.
0: lanes in each direction.
1: Right. Yeah. They don't want you to change
0: lanes into oncoming traffic. That's not what That's we were <laughs> doing. Yeah. <too bad. laughs> move over. Reckless driving. <laughs> well, <laughs> the
2: bottom line is this was our public service announcement to everybody in this area because we've seen it happen. We know the officers that have gotten hurt. We know people that have been impacted by it. We see it as drivers, all of us out on the roads every day. We don't want to see you get tickets for something that you don't necessarily. I have a lot of people tell me, well, I didn't know that I had to move over, or they just go flying by. And the bottom line is you're making it more dangerous for people to get their jobs done, and there's no reason for it. So we all can take a minute and just kind of slow down, be aware of our surroundings. And it's part of being an active driver in this area, you have to be. You have to be a defensive driver and be alert because you may be perfect, but somebody else may not be paying attention. And you. it's the same thing. You don't know what's up ahead or what the circumstances are in front of you and or even the ones coming from behind you that are trying to get to rescue situations. And we just want people to be aware of it. There's no reason for you to lose your license or go to jail or face a criminal conviction just because you didn't know. And, and we're in court all the time with these, but we also drive a lot out on the roads.
1: Yeah, I mean, I agree with Anne. I think also living with yourself after you've injured somebody or hurt somebody, I mean, that's just, it's really tough. You didn't mean it. Most of the accidents we have on the side of the road people didn't mean to plow into that car, right? This isn't intentional. They didn't mean to hurt that police officer. And again, this sort of comes back to, you don't feel like you're a criminal, but you've done something very reckless and dangerous. And our highways are very busy and they're very unsafe for everyone who's on the side of the road. And as Alberto said, I have changed one tire on the side of a highway and I did think I was going to die. And in Luckily, I was like the fastest car. I was like, I was like in the pit in NASCAR. I was like, I'm going to get this tire on and off. Let's go. But I barely made it home because my car tire was doing that wobble thing. I was like, I don't think I got it on all the way. <laughs> so, but, <laughs> oh. but anyway, <laughs> like. Luckily it was a Saturn. So it wasn't that great of a car anyway. And you got to
2: remember too, there's video out there. So if it's a cop car on the side of the road, they may be catching you flying by when you're saying, Oh, I did slow down or I did move over. Guess what? You probably didn't. And you know, those officers, especially if they know someone that's been hurt or they feel they don't pull over everybody, but if they really feel it was a dangerous situation and you're just not paying attention. If all the other cars in front of you are getting over and you decide I'm not going to do that, it's going to be something that catches an officer's attention.
0: And to your point, a lot of people have videos, period, even non-police right. officers. And they if you piss off the wrong person, they're going to find that cop and give the video that they took of you being a jerk or something. I'm not just talking about not moving over, but even speeding, reckless driving or whatever. I've seen it happen way too often. We are filming everything as a society.
1: Our phones, even the crappy ones, they have really good cameras. Everything has really good cameras. I mean, gone are the days when we had the VHS tape that we would get from a trooper or like from a store. I mean, the grainy ones where you're like, is that my guy? Is Nope, that's that's a, a tape of somebody's like graduation. Like it's clearly... The stuff is so much better. I mean, Teslas have cameras. A lot of different cars have cameras. So just by saying you couldn't move over, you didn't do that. A lot of times there's evidence to the contrary. But briefly, even though we don't want anybody to not move over, one of the defenses that's in the statute, if it's unreasonable or unsafe to move over because you've got a wall of cars to your left, you just got to get down to a really safe speed. That's a defense. So if the trooper said, I thought you could get over and you said, no, I checked, I couldn't, Unless there's unless there's lots of evidence to the contrary, like it's a clear lane behind you, it's like most of the time it's pretty busy on the road, and it's not necessarily not easy to get well, over. People don't
2: want to let you over. <laughs>
1: yeah, <but> there's that. <laughs> and
0: frankly, and frankly, I think that section is is pretty vague what is unreasonably unsafe to what's what's unreasonable what's unsafe what, what what's
2: mean? and those are the issues we'll fight speed, if somebody's yeah. charged with it but our point today is is we want it to be safe for you for the right. people out there first responders and quite frankly I drive a lot in Virginia and to Maryland and I'm traveling on the roads and it's not safe sometimes you know like as much as we are defense attorneys we also want everybody to be safe and we don't want you to get a charge for something that you weren't aware of or that you could have avoided Should, again, right if- must be
0: putting, I think you're putting like 30,000 miles a year in your car. Mm, Not quite that many.
2: Uh,
1: But you also, as Anne said, this is a defense, but then you have to pay us to go argue this defense. And you're going to be a lot poorer if you have to keep arguing this defense. you have a
2: 50-50 shot. Like maybe a judge will say, I think there is reasonable doubt. And maybe they say, I think you should have pulled over. I don't don't think we're innocent. I think you did do what the officer's saying you did.
0: I think you got a 51-49 with me. 49.
1: Uh, you know, to,
2: to lose or to win.
1: <laughs>
2: I count on one, one less percent than name. you. I <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, will mine forty-nine
2: point zero three. There you
1: go. <laughs> I don't give percentages because that's not, you know, we're not supposed to.
2: I say it's a 50-50 chance every time because it could go your way or it might not. And you could think you're going to win. You can think you're going to lose. And either way, you'll be right.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right. But at the end of the day, if you follow what we're saying in the public service announcement, you pay attention, you look around. As soon as you see lights, you try to move over, whether you're on a four-lane highway or an ambulance is coming down you know, a smaller road, you know, your duty is to get out of the way, right, and not cause a road hazard. And that's really what this law is to do. It it is a protective law. As laws go, it's a good law. It It serves
0: its purpose. Keeps people safe. There
2: you go.
0: Thanks for joining us on Crime Time. Please join us again for our next episode.